uh, one of the people who is right in the core team here uh, around the president of, of this country is a man named Wood. His last name is Wood, and his first name's Lynn. I'm not going to say those words back to back. But Mr. Wood has been making these amazingly bombshell tweets. I started really paying attention to it about December 30th. Here he is. Uh, he is supposedly, uh, if you read what's already out there online, he, he is working as an attorney for the president. He's not the only one, and he might not be doing anything actively right now. I'm not entirely sure. But, you know, there's plenty of pictures you can find of seeing him uh, as a lawyer. And, and here he is at, with his law firm on the left. As of January the 4th, Lynn is the first big name to have fully crossed the line and start saying things that I've been telling you since 2007. It seems hard to believe, but here it is. And I'm going to have to read this very carefully because I can't say everything, okay? And I'm going to have to do a lot of this kind of stuff. In fact, I might not even read all of it. I don't know. I believe Chief Justice John and a multitude of powerful individuals worldwide are being blackmailed in a horrendous scheme involving R and M of children captured on you-know-what. I have the key to the files containing the videos. I have also shared this information. And you can see here, 58,700 likes at the time it was taken in, 26,000 retweets. That's huge. This is another one that came in on the 4th that was sent to me before I started to do a lot more work on this, where he said, this tweet was an insurance policy. The evil forces behind this B scheme, sorry, I'm going to have to do this, of C, R, and M need to know that others have the encryption key. Whoa! I have a procedure in place. If I die in the near term or if any member of my family is harmed or threatened, the key will be released by many. This is astonishing. Because when we get down to the, to the brass tacks here, what is he actually saying? If you go in there and you dig in, what he's saying is they've got videos of a massive number of D.C. Beltway elites and others that are centrally involved in the running of this nation doing horrendous things, as we just talked about, what those things are. R and M. It's, it doesn't get any worse than this. But this is not the first time that he dropped a huge bombshell. And so we're going to start tracking this because it's such a big story. And I don't know if anybody else is going to have the courage or the desire to report on all this like I'm about to do here. And maybe it's really freaking dumb for me to be doing this. I don't know. But I want you to at least read these. Even if I can't really say all the words, I want you to look at it, okay? Let's just go through it together because I think it's important. So the first big bombshell was on December the 30th. And this, I mean, Elizabeth and I really spent a long time talking about this one. He told us that E is alive. And you can see who E is. And you can think about it. The guy that had the island, okay? Just think about it. If you're not watching the video... Hopefully this all makes sense to you, if you're just listening to this on an audio level. So then he says, uh, and the, so by the way, he's totally, totally going after Roberts here, like big time. One tweet after another, just bam, bam, bam. Then he says, a couple more questions for Chief Justice John. Number one, you are recorded discussing Justice Scalia's successor, 
before the date of his sudden demise. How did you know Scalia was going to die? Number two, are you a member of any club or cabal requiring minor children as an initiation fee? Whoa! That is some serious, full-blown cowboy, I'll shoot the holster off your cowboy pants gunfight stuff, man. This is a big frickin' deal. And so then when we look at what he says after this, the next tweet that he responded to this one with, we're going to zoom in on that part up at the top now. Okay, look at this. My information from a reliable source is that Roberts arranged an illegal adoption of two young children from Wales through Uncle Jeff. I think we can all agree that Uncle Jeff knows about this horrible stuff that starts with a P. If only Jeffrey blankety blank was still alive, wouldn't that be something? All right, whoa, 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 stop right there. This guy is an attorney, folks. He's an attorney. Do you think for one minute that he would ever say something like this if he couldn't prove it, if he didn't know that the proof was already available? He says in the radio interviews that he's been doing that he has three different high-level sources confirming that this man, as odious and horrible as this seems to be, is actually still alive. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that one in a minute, but let's go back to the slide. So wouldn't that be something? Then right after this, he says, people ask me, how much information do you have? And remember, this is the president's own attorney, folks. This is not just, quote-unquote, some guy. Forget about the fact he doesn't have the check mark. Okay, this is the real guy. And he's not crazy. He says, people think I'm crazy. I'm not crazy. Everything I'm telling you is true, as I understand it. So he says, people ask me, how much information do you have? The answer is enough. Enough is always enough. Always has been. Always will be. Every lie will be revealed. The president is a truth giver. When the president speaks, listen carefully, very carefully. Pray for our country and our president. Pray for all. So then, the next thing that he said, the same day, these all came out, and and look at the 80,000 likes. See that heart down there? 80K? 30.1 thousand retweets? Holy smokes. He says, I am 100% confident that if the VP or members of Congress spent 15 minutes Reviewing the contents of the HB computer, I'm not even going to say that word, they would never let Joey Bribes B get within missile range of the White House. B is a blankety-blank puppet, a criminal, and a perv. A few other things to none of them good. Now, what did he say? He said he has plenty of evidence. So, obviously, uh, this evidence is going to come out, folks. And he is not speaking from anything other than a position of knowing. Now look at this. President Blankety Blank and Barron are rumored to be masterful chess players. Great father-son photo. Obviously, he's talking about something besides chess. Chess is a metaphor, in case you can't figure that out. They're masterful chess players. Great father and son photo. The, The president does have that look that conveys Barron made an impressive move, but one the president anticipated. We shall check... The status of his fame, i.e. the president, on or about 1621. 
Hmm. We shall check the status of his fame on or about 1621. And this is in the context of saying that he and his son are masterful chess players. This conforms with all these data points that we're going to get some kind of declassification, some kind of big surge of new information that's going to be sickening and horrible, but will help us heal. Then, because people didn't get it, back to the slide again, Mr. Wood, uh, a day later, repeated the same message with a different tweet because people didn't pick up on it, I guess. So look at this one. December 31st, this was his New Year's Eve gift. I am fully aware of the onslaught of attacks being made against me based on my revelations about Chief Justice John. Before attacking me, maybe fair-minded people would first ask John to tell the truth. Or ask Jeffrey E. He is alive. 138.1 thousand likes. 61.8 thousand retweets. Which means that when people retweet something, everybody else sees it. Everybody that's a subscriber of theirs, unless you're getting banned, of course. But, like, theoretically. So this is what I'm saying, folks. This is not some, oh, yeah, it's called Divine Cosmos. It's David Wilcox, right? He's a UFO guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this has become much bigger than, oh, yeah, it's one of those videos online. This is the frickin' attorney for the president. And this is what he's saying, and it's got 138,000 people that clicked the like button and 61,000 people that retweeted it. This thing has just gone viral. The, the, the Kraken has been released. It's out there, and it's, it's tearing things up now. The public is learning the truth. Each day that goes by, as people who are brave enough to report on this, like me, do that work. More and more people become aware of the irrefutable evidence that this is true, that this has been going on the whole time, and that we need to do something about it. So back to the slide again. Wood's radio show linked, when he did, when he did these radio shows, these fireside chats that are on his Twitter page, you can click on those and listen to them. They're fascinating. He's a very good speaker. Then they have these show notes that you can get uh, by going to the website. And so the show notes give these links that back up the things he said. So regarding Jeffrey, uh, there, here is a link from International Business Times, which, believe it or not, is a mainstream media publication out of India. This is the Indian mainstream media, folks. This is not fringe. It's very, very mainstream. And you can see the name of the person who wrote it. I, I can't really see it too close here. We'll see it in the next slide. But anyway, zooming in on this on the right now, just on that part in the middle, is Jeffrey E. still alive? Drone footage shows a lookalike at his compound. We're going to see that picture. It's pretty shocking. Conspiracy theorists baffled. In December last year, transactions were done from E.'s dormant offshore bank account in the Virgin Islands. We're going to hear about that as well. And of course, but what is, what is the photograph there? Vegan woman drinks S blankety blank to fight C and stay fit. Cringe level 100. <laughs> yes, she actually said, please don't waste it. It's so valuable, it's got 200 vitamins. She actually says that, folks. I don't know why they put that with this article, but here you go. Doesn't that guy look familiar down there on the left? Like maybe you've seen him before? Doesn't he look a little familiar? Why would a guy that looks that much like this guy 
be on his island after he supposedly was gone. So let's read what it says. A conspiracy theory claiming that offender Jeffrey E. is still alive kicked off after an undated drone footage of an E. lookalike surfaced on social media. India will talk about this. Nobody over here will. The conspiracy theorists claimed that the American pedo is staying on the infamous island. E. was arrested in July 2019 on a number of charges, including trafficking young women and underage girls for gratification between 2002 and 5. He was supposedly found hanging in his Manhattan jail cell in August last year. The death of the 66-year-old, who had previously attempted suicide on July 23rd, was ruled as a suicide by hanging. And then it says here, a Jeffrey lookalike spotted in drone footage. Two pictures of him. Same day. Now look at this. Transactions done from E's dormant bank account. In February, Daily Mail had reported about transactions being carried out from one of E's dormant offshore bank accounts in the Virgin Islands in the months after his death. Now who would have gotten access to his accounts if not him? The documents, well, you could say Ghislaine, okay, that's true, but I mean, it's not very many people this could be. The documents presented in the court revealed transactions of multi-million dollars from E's estate to his bank, Southern County International, after his death. So it went to his bank, not somebody else's. If it was, if it was Maxwell, why wouldn't she put it into her own bank account? If she could get access to it and steal it and get away with it, why would it go back into his own account? Even though the territory had sanctioned the bank in 2014, it remained dormant until this evil offender's suicide. Months after his death, listen to this, folks. Try to think about how much money this is. An amount of $15.5 million from E's estate was transferred to the bank in December of last year. The bank sent back $2.6 million, leaving $12.9 million according to the outlet. So somebody kept $12.9 million transferred out of this account. That is a lot of money. $13 million. I mean, you can buy mansions, you can buy a private jet, and still buy a mansion, and still have money left over if you have $13 million. Okay? It's a lot of money. Before the end of the year, a withdrawal of nearly all funds leaving only $500,000 was done. Now, who took the money? Who took the $13 million? We don't know yet. The payments were made to cater to -to day-to-day expenses, including payment for cable, right? So you're telling me you're going to blow $12.4 million in less than a year for day-to-day expenses? B.S. Judge Herman Purcell, who oversaw the hearing of the court case over Epps, I almost said it, over his remaining assets, had said there is no explanation for it. So, in addition to this data that Wood has linked to, he's also claiming that he has three insider sources that told him this is what's going on. So I've listened to all of his most recent radio shows. What does he actually say? What he's saying is, that, I mean, you've all probably seen the pictures of the, the comparisons with the body, where the nose looks all wrong, the, the, the body that we were supposedly shown as being Jeffrey has a, a very obvious curvature on the nose, whereas the actual man has an aquiline nose, it doesn't have that curvature. The ear looks totally different, there's a scar on the forehead that you don't see on the actual offender. 
And then, and I saw this too, back on these uh, chat rooms, there was a very compelling post the night before Jeffrey supposedly died about somebody saying that they saw in the middle of the night somebody being transferred out of this maximum security prison uh, and that there was like a, they put a bag over him and they, and they wheeled him out really fast and, and they didn't want anybody to see it. So what Wood is speculating, the attorney Wood, what he's speculating is that this man was freed by the people who don't want to see him ever die because there might be dead man switch things where if he dies, then this information gets released, including apparently thousands of videos that he shot on the island where all these guys were coming in and getting caught either knowingly or unknowingly in blackmail. Blackmail where they're filmed doing things and then that film is used against them to ensure their compliance. This is why they're stealing elections. This is why it can even be possible. Because if they have blackmail on you, you're not going to stand up to them. You're going to do what they ask. And that would include trying to participate in this. So let's go back to the slide now. He's still cranking out these tweets, still blowing our minds. On December 31st, he says, Breaking news, Patriots, 2020 is almost over. We have seen more clearly what a mess our country is, haven't we? Guided by the Almighty, we the people will clean up the mess in 2021. That will be cause for a real celebration. Happy New Year. God bless you, Lynn. Now, he doesn't say when we will clean up the mess in 2021, but he's not saying it might work. He's saying it's definitely going to happen, and it will be a real celebration when it does. So, here's another one. January 1st. On 12-31-19, I tweeted that 2020 would be the year our country would see more clearly. Now, we have seen the mess. On December 31st, 2020, exactly one year to the day later, I tweeted that 2021 would be the year our country would clean up the mess in which we find ourselves. It is time to clean our house. Quote, many wrongdoers in this country are soon to be brought to justice and the innocent will be vindicated. How are they going to be brought to justice? It's the positioning of those assets on the East Coast and the West Coast that I've already talked about and the deployment of those assets in the middle of something that is going to be very traumatic and probably involve no internet, no phone, and probably no power as well. We don't really know. I'm just putting it out there. So you do want to be ready with all the prepper stuff, as I've said for so long. Then he goes, the tweets about my insanity are at an all-time high this morning. I wonder why. No worries. I am fine. The attacks do not concern me. And then he has a quote here from Vernon Linwood Howard. Quote, a truly strong person does not need the approval of others any more than a lion needs the approval of sheep. I actually like that because you know what? You are a part of this too. You watching this, you are a human being participating in the internet, participating in living on earth. And we want to be able to talk and we want to be able to have freedom to say the things we'd like to say, even if those opinions don't agree with everyone. We should be allowed to talk. I'm not going to try to stop people from having their own opinions. If they maliciously threaten me with opinions on my channel, I'm going to block that from happening because that's a private forum for me. But people should still be allowed to talk somewhere as long as it's decent and not causing all kinds of damage to people. So 
When he says that a truly strong person does not need the approval of others, that's something we all kind of have to grow up through here, folks. Because everybody is being threatened with, oh, you're going to be shunned. Nobody thinks like you do. Nobody believes this crap that you believe. Nobody agrees with you. Nobody likes you. Nobody likes what you're saying. You're, you're dirty. You're smelly. You're fat. You're ugly. You're too old. You're too out of shape. Ugh. This is what the internet is. It's a free-for-all. It's a, it's a killing floor. Let's go, go over to this camera real quick. It's a killing floor. And, and I have been subject to this for a very long time, going on, what now, 25 years that I've been online. And from the very beginning, when I first started to read about UFOs and get in these various discussion groups, I was surprised that people were so mean. Like, my gosh, if we really are not alone and there's extraterrestrials here, regardless of their intentions, this is really fascinating. The least we should do is give these researchers the benefit of the doubt, give them a chance to talk about what they know. What do they think they know? You know, let's hear the evidence. But if you just start attacking them as people and you're not even really looking at their information, you're only like saying, I don't like the way he looks. I don't like the way he talks. I don't like the fact that he's got such a, you know, then you're not really listening. So look at how many people obviously have been attacking this man because he's now attracted the DS, the full force of what they can do, the stalking, the cyber harassment, the doxing, the publication of his private information, attempts to, you know, hurt and intimidate him or his family or kill them. All of this stuff. When he goes out there and he makes this statement, and now, as I said, look at this, look at the tweet again. Let's cut back to that real quick. 96,000 likes. Almost 100,000. And he's complaining about people saying that they think he's insane. Obviously, he's not insane. He just has very contentious beliefs that he's arguing. Okay, this one has almost 70,000 likes. And then uh, the big quote here, which is a line art graphic of him, every lie will be revealed. Let's dig into this up close now. Same tweet, just the top. On 5-13-19, actor Isaac, and I'm not going to say the last name, but if I do, it'll be a K. Actor Isaac died after he, quote-unquote, forced himself off a bridge in Arizona. Right. Hmm. He was 42 years old. His last post on Instagram was, Beware the man who has nothing to lose, for he has nothing to protect. That would have scared the DS like crazy, because he's got nothing to lose, nothing to protect. Isaac knew the lies. I know the key to his treasure trove of truth. Whoa. And then it gets even more intense. Look at this. Then he responds to it, okay, and makes another one. And then we're going to read that part on the top. I have always seen myself as more of a giver of gifts than a receiver of them. What is he talking about? Giver of gifts? What gifts? Then listen to this stuff. If I had the key to a treasure trove, I would share the key or the treasure with others. But I always try to give to others with discernment. And then he quotes Matthew twenty two fourteen. Many are called, but few are chosen. I've seen myself as a giver of gifts, more as a giver of gifts than a receiver of them. If I had a key to a treasure trove, I would share it with others. What is he talking about? What treasure trove? What is this about? Well, you got to keep reading, okay? So here he's linking to another one. And the original link says, it's from Land of the Free. It says, new. Pence's lawyer filed a response to 
Gomer today basically saying Pence is the wrong person to sue. Da 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 da. Okay. Then let's look at the top. Mike Pence should resign immediately unless he publicly states that he will reject electors from states where F has occurred. A man of God would never certify a lie. Every lie will be revealed. Every lie means every lie. Always has, always will. That is very, very exciting. Uh, And then, but we're going to get back to this thing about, you know, what is he talking about with the treasure trove exactly? So basically, before we go zoom on from there, um, this is what I think is going on, folks. Wood made some very contentious statements about Pence, um, which correlated with images of uh, Jeffrey, okay? Look, I have friends who are out there in D.C., and I've heard from people who know Pence personally. They say he is squeaky clean. He's a really, really, really good guy. They don't think he would ever do anything wrong. So... I have a hard time believing this. I'm being honest with you. I'm only reporting on it, but I don't even necessarily believe it. However, for whatever reason, Wood is saying, he makes this statement and he says Pence should certify these, uh, or should, be, should, should listen to the arguments and not just certify the election. He's got to listen to the arguments. Well, it appears that Pence has flipped. And so this type of... Uh, Grandstanding, this type of intense uh, counter pressure from Twitter, from Wood, could have a lot to do with why he flipped and why we might actually see some hearings start to happen tomorrow and not just get it railroaded through as being for Joe. So, uh, again, I don't, I don't want to dig on anybody too much here. Pence, you know, there's some, something between him and Pence. But anyway, let's go on and read more of this. This is January 1st, same time period, right after the last one. A picture of Jeff himself along with Maxwell. There they are. So clearly he's leading you in a direction. He wants you to think of something. 78,000 likes at the bottom. Look at that. This is very, very popular. Everybody's reading this. Chief Justice John and Justice Stephen Breyer should resign from their positions on the United States Supreme Court by noon Eastern tomorrow, January 2nd. This is a lawyer, the president's lawyer, giving you a threatening deadline to resign by noon tomorrow, January the 2nd. Wow. Or what? Well, he's apparently got something that relates to the picture that he put in the tweet. (laughs) I hear Elizabeth laughing. Yeah, I mean, we're putting the pieces together here. Our Constitution is based on God's laws. Roberts and Breyer are not worthy to interpret our Constitution. But what is this tweet all about, and why does he have this picture in there, and why is he giving them a deadline of noon tomorrow, January 2nd? That's crazy. Obviously nothing happened. They didn't, they didn't resign, you know? Okay, but now we're still in January 1st. He says, Look carefully at those who are calling me insane and urging my arrest. What is their agenda? Do they have something to hide? And do they not want truth to be revealed? You bet they don't. You will have to make your own choice, at least for now, as to whether you believe in me. Choose wisely. God bless you. Hashtag General Flynn. Look carefully at those who are calling me insane and urging for my arrest. What is their agenda? Do they have something to hide? Yeah, you better believe it. 
Then he says, wow, I'm getting an increased volume of death threats tonight. Was it something I said? There you go. 96,700 likes. Every If they mess with this guy, it's it would be very, very bad. It would be the end, basically. So he's got an insurance policy by how public this is, and that's great. Then January 2nd, right? Now, he remember, he'd given them a deadline of noon, okay? Jenna Ellis, who's another one of the president's attorneys, apparently came out swinging against Lynn because look at this. Look at the bottom there where it says Jenna Ellis, and you got the blue check mark, January the 1st, and she says, to be clear, I do not support the statements from attorney Wood. I support the rule of law in the U.S. Constitution. And yes, you know, Jenna is pointing out that he had made some pretty freaking crazy sounding stuff, some pretty wild statements here. But then he responds politely because she says, I do not support these statements. I support the rule of law in the Constitution. He says, I support the rule of law in the U.S. Constitution too, Jenna. I was fighting for both seven years before you were born. Wow, that's, that's some tough talk. I fight for truth too. Truth always prevails. You do support that statement, don't you, Jenna? Hmm. Wow, this is this is this is heavy. These people are arguing publicly, okay? Not everybody agrees on what to do. This is pretty obvious. He might have taken a more radical step than others were ready to do. Then he says on January 2nd again, no official in the state of G is enforcing e-laws. When it comes to the issue of protecting citizens' right to vote in honest election, GA officials have gone to farms to hide. Many judges need to lose their black robes. Many officials need to be recalled. Many need to go to jail. Judges, officials, you name it. I mean, this is really, really big, folks. So then he, uh, you know, he, he responds to his tweet from January 1st where he said, and, and I'm, I'm just going to read this, Mike Pence should resign immediately unless he publicly states that he will reject electors from states where fraud occurred. We already went through that one. Now he responds to it again on January the 2nd. He says, and I'm just reading the top now. Wow, do you think Pence did not get this tweet? Maybe Mark blocked my tweet for P and did not let him see it. But <laughs> I suspect he will get the message soon and will either reject the fraud or resign. Better yet, he should reject the fraud and then resign. Truth. Okay, let's talk about this a little bit, because there's all this stuff about Secretary of State Mike Pompeo and Pompeo, and then he Pompeo tweeted a whole bunch of these pictures where he says swagger, swagger, swagger. It appears that if if Pence were to step down, Pompeo becomes the vice president temporarily, and at that point he would then call for these hearings to take place, where we now get all this evidence put out in the open. So that's what Wood seems to be thinking is reject the fraud and then resign. But if he doesn't, if he only were to resign, if if this is Pence, in other words, if Pence steps down tomorrow, which we don't know yet. I mean, I'm doing this in advance. It's live. But if he steps down tomorrow, then Pompeo is going to carry this thing through. That's what we're expecting. All right. So next... It said, you know, he says, uh, Chief Justice John, he's responding to this tweet down here, January 1st. Remember, he gave them a deadline of noon tomorrow, January the 2nd. They should resign from their positions. And uh, they're not worthy to interpret the Constitution. Then he shows this picture of obviously these two people. You can figure out what that's about. Then on January the 2nd, after the deadline passed, this is what he said. We're just going to read the top. 
I am disappointed. I thought Justices Roberts and Breyer would avoid public scandal and simply resign. Only a fool wants their dirty laundry aired in public. Maybe I should consider filing a formal motion for recusal and hang their laundry on the clothesline to be exposed to sunlight. Okay, now folks, this is something that a lawyer, you got to understand legalese a little bit. When he says he wants to file a motion for recusal and hang their laundry on the clothesline, the motion itself would contain the information that's so contentious that he's threatening and teasing about. And the motion would contain proof. It would contain documentation with proof that supports the allegations and then asks for them to be recused from this court, the Supreme One. Okay? Wow. So he has the power to do that, and that might be what's getting ready to happen. We might learn about these guys from that motion being filed unless they were willing to do something on their own, or maybe some other form of truth comes out. We don't really know, but this is fascinating. Back to the slide now. Now we see uh, the former president with Roberts again, and it says uh, on January 3rd now, and now we're really starting to get into the most intense, heavy stuff, okay? So if, if you're getting a little bit bored or you're falling asleep, please pay attention. January 3rd, our country must face the truth about its so-called leaders, the good, the bad, and the ugly truth. We must expose swamp inhabitants <laughs> to the disinfectant, of sunshine. No more dirty little inside the beltway secrets. We need truth. These two men do not even tell us the truth about their adopted children. Whoa! <sighs> you can probably think and extrapolate that, you know, adopting a child doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to keep the child. I'll just leave it there, but that seems to be what he's implying. It's really, really disturbing, okay? I don't know what's going on here. I don't have any information on this. I'm just only responding to what he said and speculating. That's all. Back to the slide again. This is a funny one. It's got the president looking like some dreadlocked hurricane coming in, <laughs> right? That's pretty funny. Since you cannot trust communist propagandists of mainstream media to even give you an honest weather forecast... I thought I would provide you with next week's weather forecast map. It sure looks like a storm is heading our way. And notice that the, direct, that the storm itself and the direction of how the mouth and the face is pointed is aimed right at D.C. and that whole East Coast area, okay? So this is a big thing. He says a storm is headed our way. I want to give you next week's weather forecast map. Next week, this is January 3rd. That's not very far away. So obviously January 6th, the possibility of a hearing thereafter. Next week's weather forecast. Whoa. 115,000 likes. Unbelievable. And then same day, shortly thereafter. These are all chronological, okay? With our freedom at risk, we the people are entitled to know the truth. No more games. Pence is a player in the 2020 election. He wants to be POTUS in 2024. Tell the American public what was on that note your wife received at the Bush 41 funeral, Mike. Tell us now. I mean, wow. This guy is so brave. He's so strident. I mean, the, the wording, the tone, the kind of machismo that's in this. I'm just reporting on somebody else's fight. I'm not saying I would ever talk like this, because I wouldn't. I'm not that kind of person. But 
Tell the American public what was on the note your wife received at the funeral. We've seen this. If, if you've looked at this, at the Bush 41 funeral, when that happened, everybody got these brochures and all the deep state folks were there. And they open them up and these envelopes come out. And you see the people looking at the envelopes. And these are top names, top, you know, Bush names, Clinton names, all that kind of stuff. Looking at it, opening it up, reading it, doing the double take. Their head goes back like this. That kind of stuff. Okay. So it's long been suspected that this is how they got subpoenas into these people. Because in the court system, in order to give somebody a subpoena, you have to actually hand them a piece of paper. These wealthy elites will never be served. They will never... You'll never know where they are, and they'll never accept it. So they tricked them and got it in there during the funeral that everybody was attending, which are still sealed, right? These are not things that have been revealed yet. We don't know what's on those. We don't know if they're actually court summons, if they're a letter. It's some kind of letter. We don't know what the letter says. But then he says, tell the American public what was on that note your wife received. Tell them now. Whoa. All of these things that we don't know about are getting ready to be told to us. Then he does this. As background to tweets I am about to post, you should read this article carefully. And I will have excerpts from this article at the end. I'm going to show you a few of them. So this is where that article shows up. We'll go back to the article later. I ask that you read each of my tweets carefully and decide if the information conveyed demands that patriots rise up so that every lie will be revealed. So, what is this article? Well, here's the, here's the link. And it's, uh, the website's called America's Little Girl. Memo warns Attorney General Jeff of VP and Florida Attorney General Pam Bondi after Minnesota court rules on international blankety-blank child blank evidence. And you can tell what the blank is, okay? Child evidence. International child blank. All right, so the memo warns Attorney General of Pence and Bondi after Minnesota quarter. Anyway, you can go, you can go read this, but the, the point is um, the article says some pretty contentious stuff. Then people came out and attacked the guy that wrote it, and then Lynn would have to issue a retraction saying, you know, I, didn't, I don't support the guy. It's just that some of the evidence there, you know, I, I agree with, and it was sent to me by a trusted insider. But you can clearly see... There's something really weird going on here about um, people being warned about this child stuff that was going on. Okay? Very, very disturbing. Then, uh, here's another one. Um, Somebody that says the hate must stop. Warning, our team members who live in Atlanta are being attacked. Our team members' home took five shots through the windows in a drive-by right through his daughter's bedroom window. The bias and hate must stop. And then he says this at the top. The price for speaking truth can be high. Ultimately, one's life and the lives of his or her family members and friends can be at risk or lost. I ask for your prayers that Almighty God cover me, my family members, and close friends with Psalms 91 protection. And I believe he will have that, because this is an incredibly brave thing that he's done. Now we're up to January 4th, okay? This is today. This is today. Or no, today's the 5th. This was yesterday. Tomorrow's the 6th. So January 4th, yesterday, he says, I have, and and then this is when he really gets going, okay? It's about to really go crazy, folks. I have shared with several individuals the truth I will be speaking to you. Killing me will not prevent the truth from being revealed. It will only trigger its release by many others. I ask the president to immediately appoint an honest special prosecutor 
to pursue justice. 75,000 likes. Then comes the big one, folks. This is where it really gets wild, and I read this to you before. This is when he dropped the bomb, okay? January the 4th. I believe Chief Justice John and a multitude of powerful individuals worldwide are being blackmailed in a horrendous scheme involving R&M of children captured on video. I have the key to the files containing the videos, and I have also shared this information. Holy smokes. He has the files, he has the videos, and he has an encryption key to unlock them. That is the ultimate mic drop moment. We've never seen anything like this before. Somebody this high-ranking laying it out there, saying, this is what's going on, folks. It's the R&M. It's children. It's really, really bad stuff. Blackmail, horrendous, horrendous things. Then he goes on and on and on talking about it, which is amazing. So everybody's looked at this. These, these have had thousands and thousands of likes, millions of views. Undoubtedly, millions of people have read this now. This blackmail scheme is conducted by members of 10 of the world's most well-known and elite blankety-blank intelligence, you know what. One of those groups was hacked by a group known as Lizard S. And I won't say the whole thing, just in case. The blackmail files of R&M were obtained by this group, and copy was provided to Isaac. Wow, this is how he responded to the previous tweet that we just read. This is a response to it. So then he went into a lot more detail um, in his video. And so this lizard group... Lizard S, we'll just call it the Lizard Group. He explains in his video that this was a group of people who were not the good guys. They were bad kids. They were bad little kids doing hacking and getting into stuff they shouldn't get into. And then apparently they stumbled over some really, really wild stuff that was in one of these uh, agencies, one of the 10, okay? And they decided to turn good because it was so horrifying that whatever crime they were already involved in, they said, we can't do this. We got to get this into the hands of the authorities. They came forward as hackers, and they were actually apparently uh, used and cooperated with for this information that they found. So this is sensational, that a weird little hacker group found something, handed it over to the authorities, and that's part of what is now going to be used as the whole lid gets blown off of this thing, these people do not want the lid to be blown off, and they will do anything to stop that from happening, including bring the whole world to its knees or ruining the world, which hopefully none of that stuff happens again. So, wow. Uh, the group, one, of these, one of these 10 agencies was hacked by a group known as Lizard S. The blackmail files were obtained by the group, and copies were provided to Isaac. Isaac, the actor. Well... My wife Elizabeth and I, we watched the Isaac thing when it first happened. Do you remember that? How many videos we saw when, when they came out? How many there were? I mean, it was thousands. There was thousands of people that did videos on this after his weird, weird death. So then look at this. This is so sad, folks. It's the most traumatizing tweet of all, okay? And I don't even know if I want to read this out loud. It's so bad. The blackmail targets are approached with a gun, a child and a video camera. The target is ordered to do one thing on video. The target is then ordered to do something even worse on video. 
Both of them are very, very bad. The target is then owned and controlled by these blackmailers until the evidence loses its value. 76,000 likes. And if you just actually stop here for a minute and think about how insane this is, that in order to become a politician, in order to play this game, in order to go there, to be a part of the inside crew, that they require you to do this, and that somebody would be crazy enough, insane enough, with greed and lust for power, that you would actually do something like this, so that these people can blackmail you, so that they could then, I don't know, do something like maybe steal something big from the people that just happened, right? Wow. I mean, I've spent time visualizing this and thinking about this, and you know what? I don't want to see these films. If they're available at some point in the future, no. I'm not going to watch them. Elizabeth's not going to watch them. We don't want to know. It's too horrible. It's too gross. I can be aware that these things exist, but I don't want to see them. Okay? It's that simple. So then, back to the slide. After Isaac received the hacked files from a member of Lizard S, he gave these files to one friend. And then he gave the encryption key to another friend. He provided this information to his friends shortly before he was murdered. On May 13th, 2019, members of the Lizard S were jailed for hacking. And again, look at the number of likes, 57,000. Unbelievable. So Isaac gave the files to one person and the key to another person and then gave this information away before his death. And then the very next one, uh, or one of the ones right after this, but same idea, Jeffrey used this same scheme involving blackmail of child R and child M to either further his own interests or those of any agency with whom he worked. There you go. It's, we've all known this, folks. Everybody that's a conspiracy theorist knows this. <laughs> or they might, they might laugh at you, but now you're, this guy is saying it. It's a big deal now. Everyone who flew on his private jet or visited his own must be immediately interrogated and brought to justice. 80,000 likes. Wow. Then he says, I decided to post this on Twitter and Parler as a wall exists around the president that may have prevented me from getting this evidence to him. This is very disturbing evidence, of course. Especially if you can unlock those files and actually watch them. God, I wouldn't want to do it. No frickin' way. Isaac tried to deliver this info to the president, but was then murdered. I do not know who Isaac gave it to for delivery to the president. This is fascinating. 65.9 thousand likes. Everybody's talking about this. I have concerns that information from Isaac was not delivered. Oh, we already did that, yeah. Um, and his effort to get it to the president may have caused his death. That sounds like something you already said. But then he says, I am aware that my life is now at great risk. Not as much when you got 100,000 likes, but he says, I put my faith in God. I prayed before I made this decision. I had to reveal the truth. And honestly, the, the view count that he's getting, it's so public. It's so out in the open. We've never had anything like this happen before. This has always been rumored. And remember, up until widespread censorship began really last year, uh, 2019 is when it got, or 2018 really is when it got really bad, because now it's 2021. So 2018 is when I and the people in this community, we started to really see this. And remember, folks, all of these censorship things that are happening, the stuff is getting torn down. I, I wrote a whole book on this 
in 2018 called D-Class about what's the, the event that's getting ready to happen, all this information that apparently is going to be released. It's very contentious. Maybe including some of these videos. I hope, you know, they, they, I'm sure they have a plan so that upsetting stuff is not going to get to be seen because it's a crime to watch these videos. It's illegal. It's very illegal, very criminal. But somehow there will be people who are certified to have seen it, and then we'll probably be hearing it from them. I, I would never want to look at it myself. Anyway, if this information is out there, you better believe that with all the hint dropping and all the stuff that he's saying, that there's going to be something done about this, and it's not going to go away. Okay? Next one. Uh, again, he says, every lie will be revealed. And then we go up to the top of it here. And he says, now you have greater context for the message I tweeted below on January the 1st. I had hoped that this tweet would, that this revelation would trigger resignations and confessions. Unsure of that result, I had to reveal the full extent of my knowledge and I am doing so now. So he said it right there. This is the full extent of his knowledge. And then... Uh, on January 1st, the tweet that we read on the bottom, he says, again, if I had a key to a treasure trove, I would share the key or the treasure with others. But I always try to give to others with discernment. Well, now we know what the treasure trove was. It's, it's thousands of videos. Thousands of videos, folks. Not 100. Not 500. Thousands of videos. And then he says, this tweet from January 1st was an insurance policy. The evil forces behind this blackmail scheme of child R&M need to know that others have the encryption key. I have a procedure in place if I die in the near term or if any member of my family is harmed or threatened, the key will be released by many. And oddly, synchronistically, when I took a picture of it, it was 66.6 thousand likes, 666. Because this is what we're fighting, folks, this evil. So that synchronicity kind of just was like raising an eyebrow to get my attention, I guess. I don't know. It was interesting. As a lawyer, he's now saying that he's done his full due diligence to validate all of these things before he would ever make accusations. Look at this. I would never make an accusation without having a reliable source or sources for it. And he's, in, the, in his uh, videos, he talks about that he has multiple sources. I would never make an accusation without having a reliable source or sources for it. The stakes are too high. So I did due diligence, very important word, lots of research, to validate the accuracy of the shocking information I am revealing tonight. I am entirely comfortable that you are learning the truth, a truth that explains much. 114,000 likes. Wow. The 10 intelligence agencies who have members employing this scheme of B include CC-you-know-what, C-you-know-what, Mossad, FB-you-know-what, and MI-you-know-what. The others are easily identifiable. The agencies do not know which of them was hacked by the Lizard S group. Isn't that something? Ten intelligence agencies. There you have it. And it's right there. So try to remember this, folks, because everything you're seeing here is probably about to become the biggest news in the history of planet Earth. The biggest shock, the biggest surprise. It's massive, massive, massive what's going on. It's so... I'm, I'm totally excited about what's going on here. I do have probably another 50 slides, and I don't want this to take forever, so I'm going to keep plowing through this, because he said so much stuff, and I just want you to even just hear what he said. So let's keep going. 
I have no idea the extent of the blackmail scheme of R and K against children, but given the number of agencies involved, the hundreds of thousands of missing kids, and the otherwise inexplicable actions of many powerful officials, celebrities, and business leaders, I fear the worst. So he says, I don't know how big it is, but I fear the worst. And I think he kind of does know. I mean, the idea is that it's huge. There's many, many, many people who have somehow allowed this to happen to them. I would never allow it to happen to me, no matter what. Okay, back to the slide. Then he says here, the number of missing children worldwide and in the U.S. is staggering. And then he links to this globalmissingkids.org website. Well, let's take a look at, let's click on that. Okay, this is what I did. I was following all his leads. So then it says missing children's statistics. And we get this slight here, which uh, it says one missing child is too many. Uh, the lack of a common definition of missing child and a common response to the issue results in few reliable statistics on the scope of the problem around the world. Even with this challenge, we know that, colon. And then we go into all these. 20,000 reported missing in Australia every year. 45,288 reported missing in Canada every year. 100,000 reported missing in Germany. 96,000 in India. 1,984 a year in Jamaica. 45,000 a year in Russia. 20,000 a year in Spain. 112,853 missing kids every year in the UK. And 460,000 in the United States every year. I whipped out my calculator, and unless I made a mistake, that added up to 901,125 missing children per year just in the countries that were mentioned. That's almost a million. We basically say it's a million, minimum. This, however, the article says, is only a snapshot of the problem. In many countries, statistics on missing kids are not even available, and unfortunately, even the available statistics may be inaccurate due to things like underreporting and underrecognition, inflation, incorrect database entry of case information, and deletion of records once a case is closed. The lack of numbers and the discrepancy in the numbers that do exist is one of the key reasons why we developed and advocate for this missing child framework, which assists countries with building strong, well-rounded national responses, facilitating more efficient investigation, management, and resolution of these cases. We firmly believe one missing child is too many, and we are committed to improving the global understanding of and response to missing and abducted kids. There you go. So we're doing this for the kids. There's at least a million a year involved, and that's only with those countries that we just listed. So now he says, I have now conveyed the truth as I know it. There has been a rising chorus of people questioning my sanity in recent days, and now you can understand why. I have no idea what will be done to me or said about me in coming days, but I will rest well tonight for having spoken the truth. And he got almost 120,000 likes. That's unbelievable. Hardly anybody gets that many. Many issues in our world may be tied to the blackmail scheme I described tonight, including the bizarre behavior of officials and judges in the recent E. The president must appoint a special prosecutor to thoroughly investigate. We need answers and we must investigate for the children. 96,000 likes. Unbelievable. If I am asked to turn over the encryption key and other information I have to law enforcement, I will only agree to provide it directly to the president, to Flynn, or to Powell. 
I trust them, obviously no one else. Again, please pray for my family. Thank you, Lynn. Then he came out with this, and this is on his Twitter, and you can go click on it. It's on thrivetimeshow.com, and they have links to everything there. You can click on the links and read all the, all the you know, extra information that supports what he's saying. It's amazing. It goes on for like an hour and a half. He says all these bombshell things. You, you really, I do recommend going and listening to this. There's not many things I'd recommend. This is one of them for sure. I mean, you might not like everything he says. He might annoy you sometimes, but man, he's an amazing guy. Just an amazing guy. So remember that article he linked to, and I said, Timothy Holmseth, right? I do not know. I'm receiving information today raising questions about the credibility of Timothy. I do not know this man. I received the link to his article from a trusted friend, and I posted it. I did not know he was the author. I can only leave the credibility of the content up to the reader. So, of course, everybody starts attacking this article that he links to. That's a very typical thing. I've seen it many, many, many times. And then you can read more about it here. And he says, thank you, Craig, the guy that dug this up and said, apparently this guy, Timothy, is wanted for violating restraining orders. He's a stalker. He's got felonies. He's insane. Whatever. Okay. um, Yeah, that might be true. But here's what he says. Thank you, Craig. You are a great man doing God's work to protect innocent children from being victimized. I know your superb reputation from several sources. In posting a tweet forwarded by a trusted friend, I did not intend to vouch for this author, I just posted the article. So that's a great way that a a lawyer, a professional lawyer, handles this. Because everybody tries to say that if you make one mistake, that everything you're saying is a lie, nothing is true, and you've been caught, you've been exposed. Okay, yeah, so this guy wrote an article, and now we find out the guy himself has a whole rap sheet. Doesn't mean that the lawyer who did this tweet is a bad person. Doesn't mean he supports him. It just is a fact okay this is what happened to this guy so there you go i mean we all have to deal with this everybody in this field is going to encounter information that might not be true or might have a a taint on it somehow that you don't know about when you post it you just have to roll with it okay we're gonna keep moving here because there's a few more he says the simple truth this 18 hours ago is the time i took these pictures which was earlier today the simple truth based on the evidence gae was a fraud Please consider reviewing and sharing with others. Thank you. And then, whoa, the tweet's unavailable. So very, very quickly, he linked to something and they took it down. And that should tell you right away how hot this is and how fast everything is being taken away. Okay? Then he says, uh, he's linking to to this court case, United States versus White. He says, I am not the Kraken. Sydney is not the Kraken. The Kraken is located in several places. And this, of course, is the the, uh, 305th Battalion of the Army, as people have been saying. Uh, Others involved at the top level saying that's what it is. It's actually an organization. It's a code name for an organization in the Alliance. Then he says, use all available methods to urge the president to immediately order release of documents filed under the seal of national security In the cases below, have the military seize the documents. Now, I don't know about you, but when I look at this, I'm looking at horse trading, right? Is he really acting all by himself? Is he really just making open-ended suggestions that nobody's listening to? Or is there some collusion? Is Is there a coordinated effort? Is he saying things that needed to be said by somebody, somebody brave enough to do it, at a certain point, at a certain time, a certain 
point in history. And that's what I think is going on here. So he's talking about what the Kraken is, and he says he wants to immediately order the release of documents filed under national security with the military. That would require military action to seize Uh, court case, there's a lot of stuff that he tweets about this. I'm not going, going through all of it. To the next slide, he says, uh, if the president orders the military to seize documents, Chief Justice Roberts, Rod R., Nancy P., and many others will be immediately arrested. Wow. Documents must be seized before they are destroyed. Time is now of the essence of this part of the Kraken is to be successful. Time is of the essence. Have to get it done now. No more time to waste. And all these people will be implicated. Well, one of the things he talked about in the radio shows is all of the names involved apparently were discussing the replacement of one of these justices on the court. But wait a minute, he was still alive. And then he supposedly dies of a heart attack afterwards, but the document shows they were already talking about his replacement, strongly suggesting that they knew something was going to happen to him or that they were involved in it. So those appeared to, when, when, he, when he actually said more on the radio, that's what he was implying this is going to be about. So if you've done all the homework, then you'd know all this already. So the point that he's making here, going back to the slide, is that time is now of the essence. Every day that is, that is lost, uh, evidence is being destroyed. People might be more apt to get away with things, so they're very tense. They don't want to wait very long, which is very important for everybody to know. And that's, again, up close. You know, if the president orders these documents seized, these people will be immediately arrested, and the documents must be seized before they get destroyed. Time is of the essence. So then uh, he also says, if some, and he's got some typos, probably from not being able to see small letters, just like me. It's starting to happen to me now, too. If someone seeks to destroy documents sealed for national security, they will now be successful because, you know, nobody's going in to take them. They will simply, oh, they will now be successful. This is another typo. It's they will not be successful, right? Because he can't see the small letters, just like me sometimes. I type a lowercase i when I want to do an uppercase. It's annoying. So let's read it properly without the typos. If someone wants to d destroy documents sealed for national security, they will not be successful. Instead, they will simply prove their complicity in heinous crimes. There is a dead man switch, and they cannot destroy the truth. Please act now, Mr. President. You can release the Kraken. But maybe they're asking each other to have this conversation, him and the president. Who knows? I mean, it's crazy. This is really intense. Then he literally says there are thousands of these videos. Look at this. This is from 16 hours ago at the time I took the picture. Many have previously seen this bath video. This is from Isaac, where one of the last things he did. It was very, very comprehensive. I will not repost it to avoid violation of Twitter rules. There are thousands of videos of this type of crime being committed by powerful people. Thousands with an S. Does that mean there's thousands of powerful people? that are going to be involved too? Probably. This is huge, folks. Everything I've been telling you about mass arrests since 2009, all these people laughing at me. <laughs> Guess what, folks? Are you laughing now? Probably not. Or if you are, it's just because you're very, very nervous. 
Chief Justice John must resign immediately. The storm is coming. Whoa. Thousands of videos. If resign immediately, which he hasn't done, the storm is coming. Something really heavy is about to happen, folks. I hope you can see that now. It is time for our country to unite against a common foe to protect our freedom and our future. The enemy is the communist... I'm not going to say it all. (laughs) Support the president. He is a genius. He has our military ready. But we know what that means. We, the people, must also be ready. So you look at the bottom, and what is it saying? It's saying that the leader of this country is ordering the military to prepare for war. And this just came out, okay? So he's telling everybody, get ready for war. Why is he saying that? Maybe because they're getting ready to do something here, folks. Why else? Then we go back up to the top. So he links to this where the the leader of this country is saying, get ready for war. And then he says, it is time for our country to unite against a common foe. And, you know, they're, they're declaring war on us, supposedly, or getting ready to, to protect our freedom and future. Whoa. Support the president. He is a genius and our military is ready. We, the people, must also be ready. This is heavy. I mean... And then he just released another new radio show this afternoon. I listened to it. It was 27, about a half an hour long, 27 minutes ago that it was posted. Fireside chat number five. And then he says he's sharing what's on these laptops. It's 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 very heavy, folks. So this is really intense. Uh, we're two and a half hours in, and I'm pretty close to the end now. So there's another PDF file that he linked to in another tweet. It's not the ones that I gave you. It's another one that I didn't link to. But this is all part of his huge, huge storm of tweets he's been doing. And the title of this PDF is Prepare for War. Okay, so again, he's telling Americans, get ready for the unthinkable. What's the title of the paper? You'll see it right here. Reclaiming a superpower, Americans prepare for war. My goodness. Tipping point. The American people have lost control of their e-system. E-results no longer have any relationship to the voters' will. The e-results are now in the control of a relatively small network of bad actors who manipulate the system to produce virtually any result. This impacts all Americans, irrespective of their political party. Snapshot. Margin of error, margin of victory. In other words, the margin of error in the U.S. presidential E within the contested exceeds the margin of victory by approximately 15 times, and therefore a winner cannot be determined. Figures below are based upon the work of Rudy and Peter's teams. See appendix. Then you look here, the the contested state, Arizona, da-da-da-da. Then you look at the margin of victory. in, In other words, this is how many votes... The uh, contender supposedly won by only 10,000 in A, only 10,000 in G, 147,000 in M, 34,000 in N, 68,000 in P, and 10,000 in Wisconsin. All right, but then look at the next column. This is the number of, of these votes that they've already found that demand an investigation because they're so funky looking. 660,892 in the state of A. 1,567,146 in the state of G, 633,227 in M, 212,000 in N, 866,000 in P, 400,000 
in Wisconsin for a total of 4.3 million votes demanding investigation. That is crazy. And that's all going to be coming out in much more detail as the days go on. Okay, so again, the headline, Americans prepare for war. Well, apparently they are, so you should be too, folks, because this is what's happening. What we know highlights. Now, this is very interesting because it completely validates some briefings that I had gotten privately, and I was surprised to see this. POTUS is virtually alone inside the white H. Bullet point. No support. With the exception of a few souls, the president is surrounded by globalists and political opportunists who do not support him or the long-term interests of the republic. They, like the swamp they deceitfully claimed to drain, are interested only in lining up their next D.C. gig. Act of obstruction. The president's own chief of S. and White House counsel have actively thwarted numerous attempts to reach him and have actively campaigned against all efforts to secure evidence from the E. Chaos reigns. Tens of millions of people cling to the belief that the president... This is very important, folks. I'm going to really emphasize this one, okay? Tens of millions of people cling to the belief that the president has some magic plan that he is waiting to unveil. While there is a chance, wink, wink, that he's going to reveal something, wink, wink, on the 6th, the reality is much darker. The president is surrounded by impotent and self-interested staff. He has been betrayed by the very people surrounding him, and he is nearly alone in this war against evil. Every patriot needs to grasp how seriously this is. Widespread public support. On the outside, the WH of the picture is very different. President Trump has the devoted support of 80-plus million souls. For every coup plotter, there are a thousand patriotic Americans who will not let this nation be robbed from us. There you go. Then it says EO13848, national emergency. On September 12th, 2018, the president declared a national E to address the threat of foreign interference in a U.S.E., declaring it an unusual and extraordinary threat to the national security and foreign policy of this country. Foreign interference divined. Quote, well, you don't really need to hear all that. I mean, you can read that if you want to. Anyway, look at this over here. This is really funny. Here's some boxes that say Dominion on them, right, for these machines. <laughs> and guess what it says at the bottom? Made in China. Boom. So that's one of the funny things. And you can read the other stuff here, but here's a big one. Foreign interference in the U.S.E. associated with America's enemies. Hutan Yaghubzada. That's probably something I shouldn't have said anyway. Is the CEO and chairman of Staple Street. And this owns the D voting da-da-da. You know that. So D is owned by Staple Street. Hoot, whatever his name is, I'm not going to keep saying it, is a close confidant to associates of the guy who used to run Iraq, Saddam, and worked for, ooh, the Saudi Bin Laden Group, the Carlyle Group, and Cerberus Capital Management. Whoa. There's a whole lot of stuff that's going to come out here. Foreign actors, all this crazy stuff, folks. Attacks on American soil. What we know. Highlights. Destroying evidence. AT&T's Nashville facility was attacked by a weapon. They're not saying it might have been. They definitely say it was. And they don't say what the weapon was, but we talked about that. Most likely to destroy evidence and data which would reveal e-fraud in this particular state, starting with G. 
The official narrative perpetrated by the mainstream is being rigidly enforced by every powerful institution in the country. Did it ever occur to them to simply ask, when is the last time the FBI solved any crime in 48 hours? Right? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. It's just, it's totally normal. Nothing, nothing bad happened. But it's, he says here, most likely to destroy evidence and data that would have revealed the fraud. So it's very obvious that it was attacked to try to cover things up. Mail-in ballot justification. This, this particular thing that happened last year was an orchestrated attack by the blankety-blank party. The virus they allowed to um, travel around worldwide not only crippled America's economy, but also provided direct justification for a massive mail-in campaign that led to egregious and material irregularities in what we just went through. So there you go. He's laying it right on the line here. This is what he believes, obviously. Invisible manipulation. Very smart and sophisticated people manipulate in subtle, almost undetectable ways that reside within the margin of error. These these inconsequential attacks that a casual observer would not see, however, are detectable by forensic audit. Examples of subtle election... continues. And then we have B printing. A laptop with B designer software connected to a B printer loaded with blank paper is not necessarily an issue. However, taping the password to the laptop allowing access to the printing is a security issue, especially when virtually all the staff have access to the printing equipment room. See pictures below. So you can see there the, the password is taped onto the keyboard California 2020 with an exclamation point. Then in the middle, you see it, it, the ballot printing system. So they can literally make new ones if they want to using that password and ballot loaded with blank paper. So boom, there it is. Our choice, our choices. Here's what he says. Our window to solve this is closing. Much time has been wasted by bad and incompetent actors who are trying to run out the clock. Currently, Senator Cruz has proposed we conduct a 10-day audit of the ease starting on the 6th. I hope they do this. I really do, because I think we need the time. This is not enough time to collect to conduct an audit. Wow, so 10 days isn't even enough. Had this been done a month ago, it might have been able to reveal the will of the voters, but now it will only clog the system and appease people who don't understand how the process works. Efforts for transparency will be thwarted at every stage, which is why it's ultimately going to come down to a military activity. The time for auditing the 2020 U.S. Da-da-da has passed. Our remaining options, you got A, B, and C. A, contingent election for the president in the U.S. B, accept the obvious corruption in the U.S. government. Well, they're not going to do that. Or C, war. So obviously they're not going to do B based on the context of the other things they said. So there's only two options, contingent election or war. And... One of the briefings that we got, by the way, uh, and I'll just throw this out there, is that there, there have been apparently new ballots printed. So we don't know if this will actually happen, but one of the possible outcomes that could occur is a recount, a re-election in these swing states. Um, and that's a really big deal because if we get the recount, uh, or if we get it, if we actually redo it, right? If the whole thing is ruled out that it's, it's too messy, it's too compromised, whatever, people have to redo it. It probably is not going to work out the same. And when when whatever takes place that seals it from the the, the theft, right? 
if the people trying to steal it don't get what they want, if they fall apart, if they have a problem, if they can't get it to work, their next move is to totally try to create all this chaos in our cities, uh, which could involve loss of the power grid, could involve mass casualties, really nasty stuff. We don't know what the heck could happen, but it's not, it's, it's not looking good. So, you know, contingent election is one option and war is another option. It's really the only two that he's giving you. Then going back to the slide again here, uh, this is the last thing he said. When a long train of abuses and usurpations pursuing invariably the same object evinces a design to reduce them under absolute despotism, it is their right, it is their duty to throw off such government and to provide new guards for their future security Thomas Jefferson Declaration of Independence, 1776. So once again, it's a 1776 kind of situation happening now. So what exactly is it that they are expecting to happen? And this, this is a, an interesting discussion. Uh, what are we expecting to happen? Probably, uh, the, and again, nobody really knows. I want to be very clear on this. Just because I, I might take a guess doesn't mean that it's going to go this way. Everything hinges on tomorrow. Do they try to ram Joe through? Do we not hear anything about it? Does Pence step down? Does he certify, you know, it the way it is? Or does he call for an investigation? Does the investigation happen in one quick day? Is it really fast and doesn't really do anything? Does it last 10 days? All this stuff. These are questions we don't really know the answers to. But, one of the most probable scenarios that we've heard many times is that through standard legal due process of whatever variety, somehow legally, we get some kind of results and there is actually a flip and the incumbent gets it for a second term. Okay, that could happen. The minute that the second term would be announced, the minute that there was a victory of that type, that's when everybody is expecting full-scale crazy stuff to start taking place in American cities. Bad stuff. Really bad stuff. Much worse than what we've seen before, potentially. It's at that point that the, that this activation will take place, because it will be in defense of the country. It will be in defense against these attacks. And um, is there a problem with the audio? Are, are you seeing me on the viewfinder when I'm talking? Does it go up and down? Okay, good. Because when my wife starts screwing around with cables on the back of the machine, I get really scared. Uh-oh. Okay, but we're good. So, yeah, I mean, I've been doing videos on this. I've been talking to you guys about this for so long. Uh, I've had so many things to say about what might happen, how it might happen. Um, and again, it seems pretty likely that uh, you're going to lose Internet, you're going to lose the phone. You might lose power. You might lose power for a few days. You might lose power for a couple of weeks. If you're in a big, big urban area, you might lose power for longer than a couple of weeks. It's possible. We don't really know. Um, you might see UFO wars taking place. You might see the blue ones versus the white ones, like we saw in Hawaii, where they're shooting down into the ocean, and all these people are calling the police, going, oh my god, I saw this crazy thing, and it shot down into the water, and then another one showed up. Well, that kind of stuff might get to be a lot crazier and a lot more visible. Uh, we also are expecting 
that your phone is going to make a, a noise and you're going to get an emergency broadcast notification. It'll be a presidential notification. You'll hear the sound. Your phone is going to make a noise. And unlike the other tests that we've had before, this time you're probably going to get information. Will it come out in the form of an audio voice that says something? Probably. Or it could be a robotic voice. I'm not sure. It might be text. I don't know what it is. But it's probably going to do something like tell you to please remain calm, stay home, da-da-da-da. And that something is going on, but please don't leave the house. That seems pretty solid that you'll hear a message like that. Um, again, I, I always recommend just rice and beans. You know, you don't need to get anything too fancy, too complex. Get a lot of frozen food. Throw it in the freezer. Get a lot of canned food. You can open up cans real easily. That's what people are recommending. But honestly, my dreams are not telling me to expect... This is the only kind of tools I have. I mean, I'll use every tool I have because this is so freaking important. And when you read what I've done in Awakening in the Dream here, once again, you know, this is a technique that I've written a whole book about, 560-page book, okay? And it's proven to be accurate on many, many occasions. And so my own dream pings, I've had multiple dream pings, the dreams are very excited. They're not saying it's going to be bad. They're not saying it's going to take a long time. They're not saying it's going to be too terribly horrible. I don't think you're going to see this massive casualty stuff, uh, like with the sixth gen kind of thing. But, you know, you might not have uh, radio. Well, you would have radio. So back to the slide real quick. There is certain equipment that has been uh, recommended by the Alliance. And I was going to actually show it to you here. I don't actually have it in front of me. Uh, but anyway, we'll, we'll bring that out on another occasion. But let's just say right for now that um, the things that the Alliance has recommended, if you really, really want to be plugged in, uh, let's, I get it. Okay, here we go. You, get, you should have a CB radio. That's one of the things they recommended, but more than anything is, is like a shortwave type of radio. So there's one called a Midland DB500. The Midland DB500, I have two of them now. Uh, it's a little box that mounts in your car, and it has a little wire that comes off it and a little thing that you can hold on. It looks like what the cops would use. When I actually bought the Midland DB500, um, it actually... It, you have to mount it in a car, and it only has plugs to be mounted in a car. There's another one that looks like a little walkie-talkie, and it's called something like a Yaesu, Y-A-E-S-U, 6XR. And this is actually a fully functional shortwave radio that does work with batteries. You can hold it in your hand. You can get any frequency you want on that. So you might end up having a lot of time, and you might want to hear about who's talking. Shortwave is still going to work. So you can buy this, this shortwave radio at Walmart cheaply. It's like $150 or $100, something like that. Um, and anyway, maybe in the next video, if we're still here, I'll show you all these cool pieces of equipment. We can have a little show and tell. But basically, if you have a radio of some kind, uh, my wife and I also got the walkie-talkies with a 40-mile range on them in case we needed those. It's probably not going to take very long. It's probably not going to, you know, just enjoy the time off honestly, and uh, get ready for whatever is going to be coming afterwards. But by the time these events start to happen, there should already have been very, very shocking things that we've learned about. Back to the slide. These benevolent ETs out there are real. This has been my specialty all this time, connecting with them, reading the things they've given us as written teachings that appear accurate, like the Law of One. 
studying how they handle, you know, our nuclear arsenal, these UFOs powering them down. They will make sure that we do not lose this. They will make sure that our planet is okay. I believe this. It's a very fundamental belief of mine. And we are told that disclosure should result from these revelations fairly quickly. We're going to find out we're not alone in the universe. And again, I'm just going to do this quickly because I did it last show. And some people get mad if I repeat anything. These are the last few slides. The Israeli space official says the ETs are already here. And again, this was on TMZ. Look at that. Ex-Israeli space official says extraterrestrials and Galactic Federation are real. And they're hiding until we are ready for them. Which obviously hasn't happened just yet. Here's another one. Middle East news. Aliens exist and Trump knows it, says the former head of Israeli's secret space program. Former head of Israel's space division. What is their space division? That's interesting. Let's even try to find out what that is. Aliens are real and Trump was on the verge of confirming their existence. And again, this is from Middle East Eye. I read this to you before, but it's definitely worth doing it again. The former head of Israel's space program has publicly claimed that the U.S. and Israeli governments are in touch with extraterrestrials and that a galactic federation governing us is already in existence. These are the guys making sure we're going to be okay, folks. This is the top guy from Israel, the head of the space program. Do you think he knows something? Haim Ashed, who ran their space program for nearly 30 years in Israel, has said that humanity is not ready to make contact with this alien or extraterrestrial. We don't use the word alien because they're humans for the most part, like us. This extraterrestrial civilization, who he claims this civilization had to intervene to prevent our president from blurting out their secrets. Maybe because it wasn't the right time yet for us to know. We have to have these things happen first before we get disclosure. We have to have the negative get exposed first. It's just timing. It has to be done that way. The 87-year-old made the comments to the Israeli newspaper Yediat Aharonot ahead of the publication of a new book entitled The Universe Beyond the Horizon, dealing with these claims. I definitely want to read that book, as I said before. The ETs have asked not to announce that they are here because we are not yet ready, he told this publication. They have been waiting for us to evolve and reach a stage where we will generally understand what space and spaceships are. I think something got lost in translation here, as I said last time. It's a lot more than just understanding what spaceships are. I mean, we have to evolve to be more compassionate and loving to one another and not trying to kill each other. There's an agreement between the U.S. government and the extraterrestrials. They, the ETs, signed a contract with us to do experiments here. There's lots of different types of experiments. Some of these ETs are just oceanographers. They don't even worry about the life on Earth. They're just worried about what's in the ocean. Lots of different types from what we've heard. He also explained that they have a base on Mars, these extraterrestrials. That's fascinating because we've been saying that for, I don't know, ever since I came out on the Internet. (laughs) The president was on the verge of revealing their existence, but the ETs and the Galactic Federation are saying, wait, we have to let people calm down first. Now, why do I think they're telling us to wait? I think there is a sequence of how these things have to go, the way the higher forces wanted it to happen, is that the, the, the horrific evil has to be exposed first. We've heard about this. We've discussed it. We've read the tweets. It's coming from the top guy in the administration. The attorney for the president is telling us all this stuff right now. This is happening today. This is our real lives. It's true. Okay? Now, at one point, my wife was saying we had 18,000 people watching live. It's probably gotten less than that now. How many is it right now? Do you know? 
Oh, it's 19,000. Wow. All right. Well, that's awesome. So what I want to do here is use, back to the slide, the meditation technology. Because what we found out is from the original studies done by the uh, Transcendental Meditation folks, they got these big gatherings together of, seven, in some cases, 7,000 people. And they meditated. But in the course of their meditation, let's go back to this camera now. In the course of their meditation, all over the world, as these people are meditating, during the time that they're meditating, 7,000 people, you have massive reduction in war, crime, terrorism, fatalities, all these things that are exactly what we're so afraid of happening right now. We have 19,000 people listening live right now. You're watching me live right now, 19,000 of you, 19,000 souls. It doesn't matter if you believe whether this works or not. And please, don't be the chump who says, oh, this is when David does the meditation. I don't want to listen to this stuff. It's late. I'm tired. I'm turning it off. I'm going to sleep. Because we look at the curve, you know, we notice a few of you guys are rolling off at the end. Please stay with us just long enough to do a short little five-minute thing. It's not going to be very long. I'm going to get this under three hours. I will. Because this is my last slide. Okay, so this is it. We get up to the meditation, and then we do it, and we stop. Now, how in the world could 7,000 people meditating change the free will of three-quarters of every living person on Earth? 72% is almost 75. That's three-quarters of every living person on Earth. How did those 7,000 people change their free will? How did they make them not do crime, war, terrorism, domestic violence, fatalities? We don't really know the answer, except that it appears that when a group of people are coming together for a common purpose and meditating with certain specific protocols, that everybody's free will on earth changes, that your emotional temperature goes down. Think about what would happen if you're trapped in a room and the room starts to get really freaking hot and all the doors are locked, and there's a crowd of people, and they're trying to open the doors, and all you know is the door isn't opening, and now you're getting mad because those folks in the front have no effing idea what they're doing, but all I know is the effing door isn't opening. F that, I'm getting up there. I gotta, I gotta open the door myself. Riots start to happen, people start punching each other, and it all has to do with the fact that the room they're in is getting so freaking hot the temperature is so high that they need to escape. They need to open the door and they need to get out of there. They can't handle it anymore. The works like the law of one that I talk about in this book, okay, the temperature that I'm actually talking about is a solar system change. It's us moving into a new area of energy in our galaxy. Energy that, by the way, has an extraordinary temperature. Elizabeth, you were just doing something on this recently. What Do you remember what the temperature is of the new energy that we're moving into in the galaxy? 6,000 degrees Celsius. Six, yeah, you just presented on this. So there's something called a cosmic fluff, as you were saying, Elizabeth, and we, we studied this, and, and so there's this material that's got a 6,000 degree Celsius temperature. That's so hot. Boiling point's only 100 degrees Celsius, right? We're moving into, like, a massive wildfire in the galaxy, an energetic wildfire. It's got much more energy, and according to sources like the Law of One, which I've validated scientifically, that energy is intelligent. It's alive. 
So as our solar system as a whole is drifting into this cloud that has a 6,000 degree Celsius temperature, it's blazing freaking hot. All that heat is coming around our solar system and it's heating up the solar system, which is causing climate change on Earth, global warming, and all throughout the solar system. If you're a long-term fan of my work and you go back and look at everything, you see that many times I've talked about interplanetary climate change. I've listed off Mercury, Venus, Earth, Mars, Jupiter, uh, Saturn, Uranus, Neptune, Pluto. They're all having very strange uh, anomalies that collectively mean they're getting brighter, they're getting hotter, they have more magnetic energy, the temperature's going up, as I said, they're getting hotter. It's, it's happening everywhere. So there's something going on that, again, we've never been able to hear about. But according to these esoteric sources that are allegedly extraterrestrially derived, if you can believe that, and it certainly seems like extraterrestrials are real, and, and apparently they love to communicate telepathically. It's their favorite method because it doesn't violate free will. They don't want to show up in your room. They don't want to take you on their ship and give you a ride. They prefer to do it through dreams and telepathy before they go any farther. And usually they don't do anything other than dreams of telepathy. It's very rare that anybody gets more than that as a contact. So with all this information that's been given to us, we are being told that there is an energetic increase going on in our solar system and that it's to some higher dimensional level, some higher density as the law of one would call it. But it's essentially like a quantum leap into a higher level of what it means to be human on planet Earth. And we are going through that evolutionary process right now. It's rapid. And the process begins in the spirit. And if your spirit can't process all the information, it spills over into your mind. And if your mind can't process all the information, it spills over into the body. Now, what do I mean by that? That sounds weird. What do you mean spills over? What is... Okay. In the law of one, and Elizabeth and I, we, we had a whole lively discussion about this, the, the term catalyst, and I looked it up in the law of one, it shows up over 200, it's about 200 instances of the word catalyst. Well, because, you know, Elizabeth and I were talking about, um, does the universe want you to always be comfortable? The answer is absolutely not. The universe deliberately steers discomfort into your life in the form of what the Law of One calls catalyst. And it can be anything from inspiring catalyst to very disturbing negative catalyst. But catalyst is a word that just means something that you experience that causes you to have spiritual growth of some variety. It's catalyst, okay? Well, here's the thing. We need this catalyst. We need to have stuff that knocks us around, upsets us, challenges us. You know, athletic exercise is a type of catalyst, right? Do you really want to be doing hours and hours of exercise a day? Some people really get off on it, but most people don't like it. They do it because they need to keep their bodies healthy, right? So exercise is a catalyst. You don't really like it, but you have to do it. All of us now are being brought through a global collective initiation. The events that are taking place on planet Earth are part of a preordained schedule that ends after 25,920 years. It takes that long. And it has to do with the Earth's position in our solar system and galaxy. And that at the end of the 25,000-year cycle, this is when you get the interplanetary climate change. This is when the energy goes up, when you move into this cloud. All these things happen that the, the esoteric materials talk about, which I've now validated scientifically, way beyond the scope of this particular video.
Anyway, the point is that we are now being bathed with this energy that is supposedly transforming our DNA, elevating our consciousness, and bringing in this new reality. However, when you are exposed to this energy, if you're not ready for it, it will really, really disrupt your life. So everybody is getting that disruption. We are going through a collective disruption. Everybody on earth is suffering. The economy is terrible. Nobody's working. Everybody's stuck at home. It's really, really lousy. And we're now having these huge fears come up in the mass consciousness about the possibility of being taken over by some sort of global fascism. Microchips, implants, mass extinction, done deliberately. These are things that everybody's thinking about now. Even the people who were ignoring this and didn't pay attention and didn't think about the globalists or the elite or whatever you want to call it, everybody is thinking about this, and that's what had to happen. That's why the extraterrestrials wouldn't let the president disclose until after this happens, until after we get these arrests done, because there needs to be a sequence in this awakening. But this is the ascension process. Learning what's really going on on Earth, people would always say, oh, David, you focus on the negative. Man, why are you so negative? You're focusing on this horrible stuff. Well, because it's a problem that we have to deal with. This is our challenge as Earthlings on planet Earth to rise up to and to surmount this challenge. And the best tool that I have right now tonight is to do this meditation with you. So in the last couple of minutes remaining here, I want to do that. And I want to respect this process. Because, again, she just said we have 19,000 people watching live. We have way more than 7,000. So this is enough. Now, again, the process, the people who were in those groups of 7,000 where these major, major reductions in terrorism fatalities happened, a lot of them didn't think it was going to work. They were scratching their butt. You know, I don't know, man. You know, just not really into it. But trying, nonetheless, they sat and they tried to do the meditation. So you don't have to be perfect, but please don't deny us the value of your soul being involved in this. Because if we could reduce the possibility of war happening starting tomorrow by 72%, that's three quarters, if we can make it 72% less likely that things are going to get really bad, why in the world would we not do it? Do you understand now why this year I've been so careful not to talk too much and do too many videos because I needed to have this technology on this platform ready to use with you when the S hits the fan, which is right now, okay? I don't want you to panic. I don't want you to think this is all going to hell because we can still change the outcome. We can control the outcome. We can decree how we want this thing to work out, what we want to see, And the higher forces are required to listen to us. So it is possible that by me doing this tonight with Elizabeth and us leading you through this guided meditation, that we could actually get a better timeline than if I didn't do this tonight. And that's why I had to do it tonight, and it couldn't be any later than tonight. Elizabeth, didn't I just say we're definitely doing it tonight? It's got to be tonight. All right, here we go. We're out of time. We'll do a little five-minute meditation. So, all right. I now ask that you close your eyes. You can lie down if that's comfortable. You can at least have both feet flat on the floor. And I just ask that you take a nice deep breath in through the nose. 
and let it go out through the mouth. And then take another nice deep breath in. And just let it go. Allowing yourself to feel so deeply relaxed, knowing that this has a purpose. The more relaxed you feel, the more you allow all the tension to melt out of every muscle in your body. The more you can do that, the more you relax. Imagine that you are like a lens and that loving energy is lensing through you into the very earth beneath your feet. You notice how happy you feel. The inner smile, the feeling of warmth, the feeling of love. You're so relaxed. Imagining the most beautiful paradise for you. Maybe it's a tropical island with a little palm tree and perfect cobalt blue water. Maybe there's a little hammock in between two trees on this island. And maybe you're just lying in that hammock, drinking coconut water, feeling the gentle swaying back and forth of the hammock, smelling the salt of the ocean, hearing the cries of the seagulls, and the gentle roar of the waves as they crash against the shoreline. Feeling as if all time has stopped, as if it's a perfect moment. Feeling the sun's warmth on your skin, the drying of the sand, the delicious taste of the coconut water, the perfection of the sun, the smell of the breeze, the sound of the wind, the sound of the shore, or whatever else for you feels to be the most perfect, beautiful place, a gorgeous mountainous view, a beautiful sunset. Whatever it is that keeps you relaxed, so that you go deeper and deeper into a feeling of relaxation, satisfaction, and peace. Just let it happen. <laughs> and I ask again that you visualize as you keep breathing each breath, you are pumping light energy into this planet and sharing it with all others on earth, lensing it in. Breathe and lens. Breathe this energy in and lens it out through you, out into the world, out into all others, and into the planet. And we ask at this time of great strain, we ask that these very important steps be done as peacefully as possible, that those working hard to save our planet from very upsetting events will be protected, that there will be minimal casualties, maximum success, minimum time, that they are guided and protected, all those 
who are alone, who are being betrayed by everyone they knew, surrounded by enemies. Even those they thought they could trust, everyone is betraying at the last minute. Send prayers. Send whatever you choose. Meditation, light, to all those who are diligently working to bring about a future that we can be happy with and proud of, a future of freedom, a future where trillions of dollars of stolen money is released and repatriated into the global economy, where there are reparations, where there are payments that everyone gets to help rebuild and usher in an astonishing new era of global prosperity, where forbidden technologies are released, where we have overunity, free energy, machines that simply run, cars that drive forever without ever going to the gas station, gravitational propulsion, anti-gravity, space travel, real spaceships with warp drive, medical technology that can use electromagnetic techniques to alleviate much, if not almost all, of the things that ail us, and wonderful garbage processing technologies that will take all of the waste that we left behind and convert it into benign and useful materials like distilled water and fuel. All of these things, are with grasp. And the more relaxed you become, just imagine going through this transitional period on earth smoothly, people feeling a sense of relief, people understanding it, people having the time to digest and process the information before anything else begins. Protection for all those involved in securing our freedom and our rights and our liberty. And also, please, send love and light to yourself. If you've been hard on yourself, if you've judged yourself unfairly, if you don't think you're attractive enough or thin enough or young enough or smart enough or beautiful enough, all those judgmental thoughts circulating around, this is the tool of the negative to divide and conquer, to get us focused on trivialities where we turn on one another, where we're easily offended, where we argue over inconsequential details that are far less important than a war that might be about to happen. As we drill down deep into this feeling of peace, this warm relaxation, I now ask that we have a moment of silence and that during this time you consciously visualize love beaming into the planet and beaming into all souls on earth to give us the greatest and most favorable outcome for what is about to happen. Begin now. Let us take this energy that we've raised and let us intend, let us decree that we claim our sovereignty, we claim our freedom, we claim our right to exist on this planet for our voices to be heard and for our souls to matter. 
We do not deserve to be killed. We do not deserve to be raped. We do not deserve to be tortured. We do not deserve to be microchipped. We do not deserve to be injected. We do not deserve to be assassinated. We demand justice. Where we go one, we go all. And so it is. All right, everybody, I want to thank you for watching. Um, there's a whole lot of stuff that's going to happen, and I hope that I'll be able to report a lot more coming up. Elizabeth, you have any last words before we get out of here? She said, thank you, everybody, and I thank you as well. Uh, this is David Wilcock, Global Acrimonious Divorce Part 4.